Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, it's talking ish with your commish. Coming off a great weekend. Sorry, I'm uh, a little bit late on the podcast. Sorry, next weekend, right? Got a lot of shit going on this week. It was a crazy week, man. Just a hard week of work. Working on some stuff uh, to further myself in life. Trying to up my presentation skills and and get more FaceTime, you know, with the. With the big wigs over there at the soup company. So, just had to put in the work. So, here we are. It's Friday. But, yeah, last weekend was great, man. Uh, it started off with Steinos. Uh, Steinos daughter, Mar- Maggie, and Margaret, his wife. Um, throwing the birthday bash for the young Maggie. Just turned one year old. Crazy, man. Fucking year went by already. <laughs> I had a great time at the part I was at. And I apologize that I had to leave early. Wish I could have stuck around, had to go to my dad's birthday, whose uh, birthday is on the 14th, so we celebrated on the weekend with dinner. Um, how about uh, fucking doppelganger Jimbo <laughs> fucking just making an appearance? And it wasn't like he looked super close to Jimbo. It was more you looked across the room and you're like, oh, is that Jimbo? No, 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 that's not Jimbo. Like one of those. Uh, and it made it was like even more of a mind fuck because Jimbo was there. But good on you, Steino, for fucking having a kid, being an adult. He's the most adultiest adult of all of us. Isn't that crazy? Like, if you were going to go back into, like, high school times and be like, which one of us is going to be the adultiest adult? You would have never said Stein. Come on. But he's a mature... He he matured very well. He's a very mature guy. He's got his shit together. More than anyone I know. He's got a fucking baby. He's a great dad. Uh, Great husband. Fucking model citizen. Maxwell Ezra Stein. Just your, uh, you know, chip off the old block Republican. <laughs> Fucking love it, Steino. Keep up the good work with life. It's uh, you're do you're crushing it, man. Baby, great wife, great house. Just living, living your dream, man. Fucking love it. Tailgate two this weekend was a fucking great time. Oh my god, dude! I hardly remember anything. I don't remember like I hardly remember any of the game. I remember like four distinct things from inside the stadium, but we'll get to that in a sec. Um, tailgate itself, though, drinking beers, uh, just like crushing beers, too. And then the whiskey. And I'll tell you what, the one thing that fucked me up beyond anything, and I did it twice to myself, and I don't know why I always do this, but Mike had that fucking outer space pen. Don't know where he got that shit, but that ain't that should not be legal, whatever that is. That was lethal. It's a lethal hit of marijuana. I just blasted to the moon to the point where, like, I didn't know where I was anymore. Like, I, like nothing was registering. It was like, oh, but your brain shut off. Like, kind of like the AirPods do. This podcast is also brought to you by Apple's AirPods. Um, fantastic quality sound. Two modes. Your transparency mode that lets the flow in one ear, flow in the other ear. You can hear everything around you. And then, hey, if you want to shut away from the world for a second, you just put it back into fucking noise cancellation mode and you can't hear a goddamn thing. Get hit by a bus if you're not careful. Apple AirPods, proud sponsor 
of talking-ish with your commission. But yes, the tailgate. Uh, we played Koob, which is the fucking greatest game ever. I fucking love Koob, dude. I think Koob might be one of the most fun yard games ever invented. I actually, it is the f- most fun yard game ever invented. Like, it takes the cake on Can Jam and any other bullshit game you play in the lawn. I can't really remember any off the top of my head because all I can think about is fucking Koob. I wish I could play Koob year-round, and there's really no reason you can't. As long as you got grass, you can play Koob. It's just like, who am I going to play Koob with? I'm going to play Koob with Jen? That wouldn't be very fun, nor would it like be a uh, exactly a challenge. Maybe, though, one way to practice Koob, and maybe I'm just talking out loud here, because, guys, I'm pretty fucked up right now. It's Friday night, and Jen's up at uh, in, like, Belmar with her friends for gals giving. Whatever the fuck that is sounds sounds brutal. Um, imagine if we did that. Imagine if a bunch of guys got around a table and just like we're like, yo, bro, I just cooked a turkey all fucking day, dude. I just cooked this fucking turkey, dude. It took. I was up at six a.m. I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. That's like that's how it would go. Anyway, uh, I digress. The great idea I had was like imagine like I just go out in my yard, I set up coob, and I just throw six batons back and forth like I'm playing myself like I'll cuck myself with the blocks and stuff you know what I I realized while we were playing I think like we all need to kind of just like go back home think about Koob like really hard and strategize with the blocks after they've been like the baseline blocks after they become field Koobs because when we toss the Koobs back in I feel like there's all kinds of different strategies that interests me and like the endless number of strategies for Koob fascinates me it's a very strategic game if you and like the skill of throwing the little like uh baseline Koob is a thing that I think you acquire over time but like somebody like Jake like Jake's one of the best fucking Koob throwers I've seen he's probably like top Koob thrower out there he just like places them wherever he wants but like part of it is the strategy behind it. And, like, that's the part where, like, it's interesting, like, when we're sitting there, we're like, it's like a chess match. And, like, which way you lean up the Koob? Because the king cucks you. It's fucking the game. It's like the game should... We should rename Koob King Cuck. Because that king is a cuck. Like, there was that one point in Koob where the Koob was behind the king. And nobody could fucking hit. Like, it was very, very difficult to hit. And I think Dave eventually hit it. That was fucking great. Man, I had a great fucking time. Fucking shit-faced at that tailgate. My God, when Mike brought the whiskey and the fucking pen, I was blitzed out of my fucking skull. Honestly, like, I was going to try to be like, oh, I remember this from the actual game itself, but I don't. I don't remember anything. I just remember me being very fucking boring. Me and Eric sat there because Eric was a fucking drunk, dude. Iraq was fucked up. <laughs> Iraq was fucked up. Just, like, sitting there slouched in his fucking chair watching the Eagles, and we were all just like, yeah, we, we got up for the good parts, and, like, there weren't a lot of them. Weren't a lot of them at all. It was very, uh, very depressing. But the things I do remember is being in the concourse, because me and Dave sat, like, a row, a couple, like, rows apart from each other, just on opposite ends of the rows. And I met him. We had, like, a beer at halftime. We went to the shop. I bought a fucking woman's hat. Had to go back and exchange it for a men's, like a fucking stooge. Um, that's about all I remember from that game, though. And somehow, Dave got us home. I don't remember any of that, Dave. Like, I remember, like, we were in the car, and then I drove, and then I'm home. Very dangerous stuff that happens. But, like, at the time when I'm doing it, it's not like I was, like, 
blacked out where I was like, ah, I'm swerving all over the road. Like I just like it's like you put your body on autopilot because you're like I have to I have to be like a fucking human being for a second, and you focus really fucking hard and you can get yourself home, but you don't like you use all your fucking energy to do that. That your I think your brain just doesn't register the event occurring. So like I just fucking drove home on autopilot, got here safe. I'm here. It's happened plenty of times. It probably happened again. It's it's not like I was like, you know, point two one. I was probably like point one two. So like a little bit above the legal limit. But the legal limit's like kinda low, right? Like it's safe. It's like point oh eight because you gotta like think of like uh you know, the fucking like stupid fucking people out there in the world that will just like I don't know. I don't know. It's probably science and math. Obviously, we uh, don't encourage DUIs or drinking and, and driving. Don't do that. But it had been a long time since I had drank, so I felt good, you know. But I was just I drank a lot that day, and I didn't stop drinking when I got in the stadium. So fucking, I was fucked up. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm fucked up now. I might have a problem. No, I'm responsible. Like if I was too fucked up to drive, I wouldn't drive. I was not too fucked up to drive. I was just like hungover and you know, somewhat, like, over, like, uh, in between sober and drunk, you know what I mean, that, that feeling, you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm fucking talking about, I don't need to justify it, I'm sitting here trying to justify it to myself, guys, like, just fucking, you know what I'm talking about, sometimes you're, like, you're not drunk, but you, like, you know, maybe you shouldn't be driving by legal standards, but you're okay, you know you're good, you're not, like, a fucking asshole, like, out of your mind drunk, anyway, um, moving on, Right? Because the Eagles game sucked. Like, we lost. And, like, I think things aren't good for the Eagles. I Honestly, I haven't been too impressed by the Sixers so far either. I know Ben Simmons hit his first three-pointer. Woo! Fucking great for him. Uh, but in general, Philly sports have been depressing outside of a few, you know, wins here and there by the Flyers. Flashes of, like, young talent. But, like, you know, overall just kind of mediocre. Uh, Flyers have been pretty mediocre. The Sixers have been pretty mediocre. The Eagles are subpar. And then uh, there, oh, then there's the Phillies who are irrelevant. Irrelevant right now in the world of baseball. They're irrelevant. Irrelevant. Dire straits here in uh, Philadelphia sports. But you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Because this week is Thanksgiving, guys. Thanksgiving is my favorite fucking holiday. You know why? It combines... Some of my favorite fucking things. Getting really drunk, eating a lot of food, and watching football all day. What the fuck's better than that? What are you going to do on a fucking Thursday? You get off for off of work for no fucking reason. Like, think of the origin of Thanksgiving. We have a holiday because, like, oh, yeah, fucking Indians and pilgrims sat down together and they broke bread and ate a fucking, like, meal together. Bull fucking shit. They got slaughtered. They made up that fucking story to make people feel good about, yeah, we learned from them. They learned from us. I don't believe it. Not for a fucking second. So, yeah, give us off for Thanksgiving. I'll take the free fucking holiday. And now we get off Friday, at least at my job. I don't know if you get off Friday, but you should because it's Black Friday, uh, which is probably not the best thing to call that in PC era. I'm sure somebody has a fucking problem with that. Why do we go to call it Black Friday? I enjoy Black Friday because of the the fact that, like, every year people get trampled and, like, going into stores. There's always these great videos. In the age of, like, social media and Reddit and Twitter and all that shit, all you're going to see on Black Friday is people, like, acting like idiots. 
trying to get discounts on shit that they don't need. They're too poor to fucking go. Sh- like, if you're shopping at Walmart, no, I'm not saying, like, I, sh- I shop at Walmart all the time. But if you're actively shopping at Walmart for all of your needs, then you probably shouldn't be buying what you're buying. You're being irresponsible. It's not worth going to jail over uh, trampling somebody for a fucking, like, GameCube or something. I remember, like, one holiday season that that shit happened. People were trampling each other at Walmart for fucking GameCube. What fucking games were even on GameCube? Like, Wind Waker, Luigi's Mansion, Smash Melee. That's probably fucking it. What a shitty console. And you're gonna, like, fucking risk your life for it? Fuck that. I have a PSA from our Minister of Produce, uh, Michael London. He's telling me that you probably shouldn't eat romaine lettuce. Uh, there's something wrong with it. You probably It's E. coli, maybe? Fuck it. I don't know. Just don't eat it for the next few weeks. And honestly, don't eat it in general. It's uh, got pretty much zero nutritional value. If you're going to make a salad, put some fucking spinach in there. Put some kale. Put, some fu- put a fucking green in there, at least. Um, I know they put romaine in, like, spring mixes and all that other shit, but for the most part, just why do you eat it? You don't need to eat it. It's always, there's always something fucking wrong with romaine. Anyway, uh, don't eat the devil's lettuce. But Thanksgiving is a great holiday, and I hope that you guys enjoy your Thanksgivings. Um, we may or may not put out an episode next week, depending on how things go. I'm going to be traveling all over the place for Thanksgiving. And that's like the thing. When you get married, you have an obligation to both families. And I'm fortunate that I can have two Thanksgivings because Jen's family is flexible. And when on years that like my family hosts Thanksgiving, my parents host Thanksgiving every year and I go every other year. So on the years that my parents host, Jen's family is always just like, oh, we'll do Thanksgiving on, you know, Wednesday or whenever, whenever everybody else can get together because they're flexible like that. My family's just not like that. They're very rigid for some reason about like, no, the holiday is on the holiday and we will not deviate from the holiday. The holidays on the day. And it's just a ridiculous concept. My dad is rigid and he will not flex from that day. If you do not come on that day, you are, he will send you back, you know? You're done. <laughs> um, no, it's not that bad. But he just makes me feel guilty about not coming. And it just sucks because Jen's family doesn't do that to me. And I just wish he would, you know, understand that it's because they're being flexible. Also, they let me bring my dogs. My dad's family, or my dad's house is like a uh, a fortress for um like no grass, it's all stone. They it's like a most unfriendly place for dogs. Like I brought Reggie there over the summer one time, and his backyard literally has no grass, so Reggie had nowhere to take a piss. And like me being like a fucking stunad, I was just like I didn't think about like oh yeah he probably needs to go piss throughout the day, and he just started pissing on the deck, and my dad <laughs> freaked the fuck out. Oh man. Great times. Great times at the Simone household. But anyway, that's what Thanksgiving is about. It's about family and spending time with the people that you love. And I hope that you guys get your chance to do that wherever it may be. And, you know, don't forget about how awesome moments like that are. We don't have many of them left if you think about it. You only get like a handful. Not a handful, but like several handfuls throughout life. If you're lucky, you get a few decades of it. And it'll continuously change on you. You know, for Stein, he's got a daughter. 
now his family's expanded. He gets to pass down things like Thanksgiving. And for the rest of us, the dudes that got married, you got a spouse. And your spouse is, uh, you know, you got her family and your family and Thanksgiving with all of them. Now you've got more people that are part of your circle. And that's all, like, awesome to me. And, you know, you just got to cherish that kind of shit. Because it, life is fleeting. Thanksgiving is a great time to get together. But, uh, you know, every now and then reflect on what you're thankful for. And that should be your family. And I think I'm thankful for the family we have here on Talking Ish with your commission. I appreciate your guys' participation and your support as we do this podcast. And, you know, it's a fun time. I just get drunk in my basement. It gives me a reason to, like, get off my ass and actually do something. And uh, sometimes it's not great. Like, this week's probably not great. But fuck it. We'll, we'll get better as we go on. We got a lot of fucking show left. I got to get to the matchups and shit and all that stuff. Um, but I'm just having fun in my basement. And that's all because you guys are good friends. And I'm thankful for you. So uh, that's my shout out from Talking Dish with your commission. This podcast is brought to you by Bib and Tucker. Fucking great bourbon. The creep at the liquor store saw me buying a bottle and asked me, hey, hey, bud, how's that? And I told him it's fucking great. You ever have it in an old fashioned? He's like, you like scotch? I'm like, nope. He's like, great, I'll pour you a glass. He poured me a glass of scotch. I drank it really fast to get the fuck out of there. I drove home uh, with my shitty fucking car with one headlight right now and was freaking out the whole fucking time because I had one headlight. I was for sure thinking I was going to get pulled over because, you know, that's just kind of how it goes when you've just swallowed a fucking glass of bourbon and you are a glass of scotch and you fucking reek like it. And that's uh, my Bib and Tucker story. You get it from 5 O'Clock Liquors right here in Mulga Hill, New Jersey. Bib and Tucker, one of the best bourbons out there. Definitely better than fucking scotch. Didn't get arrested, obviously. I'm sitting here at the fucking podcast. Talked a lot tonight about drunk driving. And, uh, you know, this podcast is also brought to you by Mad. Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Don't fucking do it. If you're drunk, call an Uber. Smoke a duber, call an Uber. That's what you gotta do. Uh, podcast brought to you by Mad Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Don't do it. Fucking don't do it. But I do it all the time. Anyway, I want to jump into the matchups because it was the second rivalry week of the season. We really got to talk about the things uh, with the division next year. I really want to go for the conference format where we have conference championship games that will lead to a Super Bowl, which we will give an awesome fucking name. With that, let's go into our Week 11 Rivalry week matchups. Let's fucking go. Bam, bam. Rivalry week. Right, 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 right. Respect is not given. It's earned. God dog it. All right, guys. Here we go. Our fucking matchups for the week. We had the commission taking down Zimarone. 105.55 to 89.25. Kamish evens out the all-time series with Zimaron 2-2. Two to two. Zach Maron, third overall, second in the Gentile division, though he suffers his second straight loss, only drops him to third place overall. Kamish, third straight win, weak team, not sure how long it's going to last, now fourth overall on shaky ground. Kamish uh, taking down Zimaron. And we had Stein. With the upset over Joe, 100.85 to 95.8. 
Joe with his third straight loss down to fifth overall. Um, Stein now 6-3 all-time over Joe. The win not enough to get Stein out of paintball contention, but the win does a lot for Stein to put him in a position to at least fight for his life. Then we had ML taking down Mark. Second straight win for ML in a position to do something. Mark, third straight loss. Mike now 6-4, all-time versus Mark. Two-game lead as the head heeb, 134.6 to 88.5. Then we had Fox taking down BJ, 124.6 to 119.8. Fox finally beats BJ, snaps an 0-7 losing streak to BJ for his first straight win against him ever, ever. Both teams now sit on top of their divisions. Zifo sitting on top of the league in first place overall. And in our final matchup, we had Jake taking down Dave, 123.5 to 120.3, a nail biter. Jake now pulls to a six and four leave in the all-time series. Dave with uh, the sixth place spot in the league. Jake sits right behind him. Lots of fucking action. Now in the last week of the season with this turn of events. It's a lot of going on <coughs> in the Gentile division. Anybody's game. Jake, still alive. Dave, still alive. Kamish, on shaky ground. Jof, on shaky ground. BJ, in a league of his own on the Gentile division. Anything could happen. <coughs> Lots going on in the Jew division. Zifo taking the top spot. Z Marone, second straight loss. Slipping a little bit. Mark. Not a good team right now. Teams in shambles. Mike on the rise. And then Stein just fighting for his fucking life. With 134.6 points, Michael London is your MVP and the proud winner of $5 cash money. Now Mike has decided to hedge his bets. Take on the commish. Because he ain't no fucking bitch. He ain't no pussy ass motherfucker. Mike won't take on the commission because he knows the commission ain't a strong team. He knows. He's a smart man. Gambling man. Lord, he was born a gambling man. Anyway, that's your matchups. <coughs> if you'll excuse me for one second, I'm just going to take a quick sip of whiskey. Just give me one sip. Oh, my God. Um, you know, the thing is, we're close to playoffs. There's a lot of things going on. Two weeks now left in the season. And sometimes right before you get to the point where you collide in the playoffs, you have to understand where you lie with each other. And the only way to do that is with rankings. And rankings are nothing. Unless you've got power! <laughs> we go. Number 10. Coming in at number 10. Though, he is still... Uh, winning games, it's not enough to get him out of paintball contention. So he sits at number 10. Um, you know, Steino, we don't want to paintball you. I brought you back the gloves you got paintballed in this weekend. Just a reminder of uh, where you stand in the league. And the fact that you didn't bring home the trophy means that if you do come in last place this year, oh, will there be a trophy for you? Stein, coming in at number 10.
number nine. Number nine, though he is above uh, some people in the standings, he's not above my friend Mike in my standings because he's on a three-game losing streak. His team's not good right now. He's got to figure it out because he's actually in danger of getting paintball. Mark coming in at number nine. Mark, dude, what's going on? You got to figure it out, bro. Losing to Mike, losing the head heap title, now two games behind the all-time series. Mark, turn it around, bro. You got to get it going. Imagine having a paintball Mark. He would hurt. Like He probably wouldn't even feel it because he's like 100% muscle all around. Fucking Mark's in shape. Mark does CrossFit. My boy. Fucking Mark. Mark's fucking Iron Man in real life. But not in fantasy football, unfortunately. Coming in at number nine. Number eight. Number eight. Mike getting the win. Head heave. Cr- trying to crawl himself into the playoffs. Now, I'll tell you what. There's a chance. If the teams in front of him right now start to slip, you know, anything could happen. It's anybody's motherfucking game. That's the great thing about fantasy football. And Mike kept scrapping. Mike's the scrappiest motherfucking team in the entire league. He's been fighting since day one. And, you know, he got off to a shitty start, but we always knew his team was good. He cucked himself several times, which doesn't help anybody's situation. So it's it's just like anybody's game. Mike, coming in at number eight. Number seven. Coming in at number seven is Dave and it's only because he lost. Lamar Jackson is Dave's entire team, and that is uh, a fact. And that is a big asset. Don't get me wrong. But Dave needs Lamar Jackson to do Lamar Jackson things all year and throughout the year to get it done. And he needs his cast to just get him enough points to be competitive. And just not, slightly not enough this week against against Jake um, he still sits in a, a good spot, though. He actually is the last team in the playoffs. So don't discredit Dave. It's just, you know, the power rankings are a week-to-week thing. So uh, when a guy beats you, he jumps you. It's just how it goes. Sorry, bro. Number six. Coming in at number six is the guy who beat him, Jake. Jake had a, a, a good enough week to beat Dave. And that's why he sits at number six in the power rankings, though he is the first team out of the playoffs. But Jake's got plenty of room to go. Not quite yet out of paintball contention. So all of the teams to this point, teams 10 through 6 in the power rankings, are not out of paintball contention. I will say that Jake and Dave are in a much better position than Mike and Mark. And anything could happen at any point. Stein could go on a tear. And, you know, just be careful out there, guys. Don't want to get paintballed. Uh, but for now, Jake coming in at number six. Number five. Number five is Jofe on a three-game skid. Losing to Stein this week, the worst team in the league. And been slipping for a while now. Jofe's got to figure it out. He may even miss the playoffs if he's not careful. But he's got some uh, interesting matchups in the next few weeks. We'll get into that. Uh, But for now, Joe comes in at number five. Number four. Number four and the most hollow number four I've ever seen is the commish. My team's not good, guys. I'll admit, I'm on a three-game winning streak, but I've been incredibly fucking lucky. Other people have just underperformed. That's why I've won. 
but sometimes you need that kind of luck. And that luck's just seemed to go my way the last three weeks. But don't worry, I, I know it's not going to last. This ain't my championship year. One too many injuries to overcome. It's not one of those things where I feel like I can overcome it. But I'm going to do my damnedest. I'm going to go out fucking swinging. But for now, number four on hollow fucking ground. Number three. Number three on a two-game losing streak, Z Moron. And though he beat the commish, I could not justify putting myself above him. He's a better team. And he is the third best team in the league by all of the points and all that good stuff. So that's where he will remain. And he's got to get his shit together because going into the playoffs, you need to have the hot streak. You know what I'm saying? Get your shit together, Zach. Now at number three. Number two. Number two, the top of the Gentile division, Mr. BJ. BJ lost this week uh, to his rival, who now sits on top of the league. I think this is a great rivalry, by the way. And I know they like didn't really know each other before this league, but it's a great rivalry because, yeah, they're the leftovers. They're the people I just like got matched up because like that was what was left over. But it's turned out to be a pretty fucking interesting rivalry. Zifo had never beaten BJ, and BJ just dominated him. And now they're going fucking toe-to-toe for the championship of the league. I fucking love it. BJ, keep doing the thing. Uh, if I don't, I if I don't win the championship, I'm rooting for BJ because I feel like I did him dirty somehow last year because I got in and I shouldn't have. BJ was gonna lose either way. Let's just say it that way. Sorry, B. But uh, yeah, you may win it this year. Redeem yourself. You got a chance. You gotta get it done. Number two. Number one. And number one. This guy's unbelievable, man. Fucking Zifo. Zifo is always in the conversation for a fucking championship. Zifo has not missed the playoffs since he's been in the league. Fucking incredible. Always in the conversation for a championship. Fucking motherfucker, man. Most winning his team in the league. Most points for ever in the league. Just dominating. Dominating. Commission's right behind you all the time. So don't sleep on the commission. But Zifo is... Far and above the best team right now. Far and above the best team of all time. Except in the championship department. Just want to throw that back out there. So, those are your power rankings. So, I told you last week, uh, after the power rankings, the teams that were saved from paintball contention. That is Zifo, BJ, Zimaron, Jove, and now... Your commission. Your commission is officially out of paintball contention. No one can uh, put me there. So, once again, I will not be getting paintballed, which I am very, very thankful for this Thanksgiving. And um, I wish everybody battling out for the playoffs um, good luck. I'm not in it yet, um, in my mind. i got to keep fighting. But we've got some great matchups this week that will help us decide it. Our first matchup is the uh, Kamish taking on uh, Jof. Jof really looking for a bounce back win. So far off to a good start. Deshaun Watson, one of the anchors of my team, did not have the best start. And Travis Kelsey's on a bye. So tough shit for the Kamish. Then we got the Chennai Headnotters taking down their host state, uh, Mike. The battle right now, I think, for the, for the last place spot. If... 
if Stein beats Mike this week, it could be trouble for Mike. That might not be something he could overcome, depending on the points. It all comes down to points. Oof. Then it'll come down to that last week. It's going to get interesting, fellas. It's going to get interesting. Strap, strap on your fire and seat belts. Then we got Zimarron taking on the King of Jetro. King of Jetro coming off a win. Zimarron's on two-game skid, trying to get a win again. Uh, that'll be a very fucking entertaining one. Uh, the points projections right now uh, aren't looking good uh, because uh, e. E. Bron, e. e. Bron didn't have a good game for Zach, but you know Zach hasn't uh, set his fucking lineup completely yet. We'll see what he does about that. If he does his bullshit strategic moves or whatever. Then we got uh, BJ taking on Dave. A fucking important matchup in the Gentile division. BJ trying to hold on to the top spot in the Gentile division. While Dave is trying to solidify himself as a playoff team. Right now holding that last team in. And then we got Mark taking on the top team in the league, Zifo. Mark with a huge opportunity here with Zifo having no Pat Mahomes for the week. So... A lot of things, a lot, a lot of things could happen. A lot of implications to this week, which is our second to last week of the season. This is week twelve. Week thirteen is our final week, and then we go into the playoffs. Week fourteen, where it's anybody's fucking game. Guys, the season is really heating up. I'm pretty fucking excited for it. I'm really fa fascinated to see how this is gonna finish. I wish you all best of luck. And with that, let's go to your fucking thoughts and feelings. Starting with uh, the tailgate that was. We got some live updates from the tailgate. Let's go. Dude, Brent, it's fucking possible, dude. Josh Allen, 43 points. I'm going to whoop Mark's ace. Fucking coming for the playoff spot. Your boy's coming back from zero to fucking hero, dude. Eric, what do you think about that? What? Eric, what do you think about that? I don't know what's going on. All right. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Kamish. You're a fucking pussy anyway. You're talking to yourself. You won a, on a stat correction. That wasn't a real championship. You're a faggot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Wow. How about it? Brent, uh, here's your sounder. We're walking into the bird scheme. Hopefully, we walk out with a win. And you can play the sounder. Yeah. We can celebrate the sounder. Or you just delete the sounder and we never hear from it again. <laughs> Or you just delete the sounder, and we never hear from it again. Right. You understand that you won, but also I would have beat you by 20 plus points. 100%. But in that final week, I would have beat you by 20 but plus Mike, points. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Ooh! <laughs> Damn, boy! Damn, That's intense. Mike, coulda, woulda, shoulda. You would have beat me. You wouldn't have beat me because there's no way we could have played each other in the last week because I beat you in the week that I beat you. Thus, I am the champion of last year. That's just how it goes down. The fucking points when you're not even playing don't matter. It's like saying Joe won the goddamn championship because he put up more points than me. Fucking get over it, dude. You got cucked. You got cucked so hard. Oh, my God. One of these days, it's going to come back to me, Mike. Don't you worry. Karma's a bitch. So uh, let's go back to the tailgate with Mike. Feeling fucking good, though, right now about his chance. Your boy is going to be on a fucking two-game win streak, Brent. Coming for a playoff spot, bro. Watch me get there. You heard it here first. I don't know, man. I think, I think he's got a point. 
there's a couple teams slipping right now. Maybe he slips his way in. Ooh, what it would be if Mike got into the playoffs. Let's go back to the tailgate. Brent, I'm fucking drunk, dude. This game's awesome, but, like, I'm fucking drunk. We had a good time at tailgate. I like you guys. You guys are good. You guys are good. You guys are good people. Good fucking people. Mike drove that night. Again, common theme. Drunk driving. Mad! Mother's against drunk driving. Don't do it. Uh, let's go back to uh, ML. I'm going to call it now, Brent. I'm going to make my way into playoffs. Somehow, someway, I'm going to the fucking playoffs, dude. This guy's confident, guys. Like That's like his second sounder about making it into the playoffs. So he's, he's doing his thing. He's going to figure it out. Let's go to BJ. Yo, congrats to Zfo. Squeaked one out on me this week and uh, finally got the budge off his back. Congrats, brother. You deserve that one. Got another tough matchup this week. Uh, got Dalvin Cook on the bench. Fucking bye weeks, man. They're killer. Fucking hate them. But uh, still at the top of the uh, the division, just hoping to pull out a win or so and uh, lock up a playoff spot. But, uh, yeah. See y'all out there. Yeah, man. Bye weeks stank. I fucking hate bye weeks. It's the one thing, like, you don't. I don't think about too much when I'm drafting because I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll just, like, figure it out when that comes. And then you get to that point and you're like, oh, shit. I have, like, 900 people hurt. And I, what the fuck am I going to do to sub? But a fu- fascinating matchup, too. I know I've been saying the word fascinating a lot on this podcast, but uh, the fact that. BJ has beaten uh, Fox every fucking matchup except for this one. This is the first time Fox has ever beaten BJ. So, yes, congratulations to Fox for finally beating every team. He's finally done it. Good good on you, bro. Let's go back to ML. Got another win against Mark's piss-poor team. Thought my team was bad. I just had a rough start, you know. I'm just trying to finish strong. This week, though, dude, Stein's coming out to Ohio. I'm playing against them, and the Chennai are going to head not on my Dirk. My Dirk! They're going down. Basically, what happens is if, if Stein wins, I should still have the point lead. So we're going to be tied. It's going to come down to the last week. I play Fox, who's a strong team, and I think Stein plays... I don't know. Brent, look that up for me. It's me, um, motherfucker. Either way, it could come down to the last week to see who gets paintballed. And that's ridiculous. It's almost as important as the championship. If not, I'm not going to say more. It's definitely not more important than championship. But when you're in second to last and last place and this close of a margin, it is that important. This is my championship. Let's fucking go. It is your championship. And let me tell you something right now. If Stein beats you this week, he has me week 13, and I am a very weak team. Stein could definitely beat me. So you best be careful, dude. You best be careful. You best win this game. And if you lose this game, you best win next week. You best figure it out. Let's go to Steino, live from Cleveland. Yo, it's Stein. We're, uh, I'm hanging out with Mike and Ashley in uh, the wonderful Cleveland. Uh, this is our pit stop, and we're going to hang out here for a bit until we go over to Notre Dame. Uh, shout out to Claypool, number 83. Uh Let's do it. And uh, thanks for everyone making uh, Maggie's uh, birthday party. It was awesome to have you guys there. I really appreciate it. Um, 
And, uh, you know, it was a, I don't know, it's a sight to behold to see your boys coming out to see your daughter's first birthday. It's really cool. I like it a lot. Uh, so I'm sorry I don't have a full segment going on this week, but I will say uh, one of the things that uh, is pissing me off this week is uh, when someone uh, requires you to you know, leave a voicemail and their mailbox is full. It irritates the shit out of me, and it's fucking bullshit. You know, you're asking me to do something, take time out of my day to do something for you. Well, it should be ready. All right? That's all I got to say. Love you, Brent. Peace. Listen here, you pink dick motherfucker. You call my voicemail because you don't know how to use fucking technology? You can't send me a voice memo like everybody else? You gotta fucking leave me voicemail? Oh my god, dude, do you think I check my voicemail? It's like voicemail, email? I ain't checking that shit. I ain't checking it. Anyway, I love you, Stein. You're a fucking man. And yeah. You know, I just like, I don't fucking use voicemail. I don't use email. I don't use voicemail. If you want to get in contact with me, fucking text me. That's the fastest way. Or call me. If you call me, I'll get back to you eventually with a phone call. I will. I will phone call you back if you call me. But when you text me, I just feel like it's more, I got to get it faster. Faster response. I don't know why that is. It's a shame. It's a shame how our culture is. Anyway, thanks for checking in, Steino. Let's talk to Mike. Brian, we got the Steins in the land. They're going to Notre Dame to relive their engagement. Very, very cute. Very cute stuff. Um... Just celebrated Maggie's first birthday. That was great. Stein, thanks for having us. You guys killed it. Killed it. I uh, can't believe you guys. Well, it's more so for Max. Can't believe Max kept the kid alive for a year. So, good on you, mate. You didn't do shit. And uh, you know, I'm excited to have my boy here, even though he's going to be here tonight briefly, tomorrow night briefly. But you know, it's good to see any of my boys. My house is open to any of you guys who ever wants to venture out to the to the deep gray of the Midwest. You know. Just uh, let me know. I'll be here. Let's be real. The women keep the baby alive. Uh, Margaret was the mom. She did that. I'm just kidding. Stein does a great job. He's a great father. He actually really is. Like I look up to Stein when it comes to uh, being a good parent because that's a good example of a good parent. He's engaged. He loves his family. It's very clear. When he sends us those videos, it's like so apparent that he loves his family and he loves his kid. So good on you, Steino. Fucking model citizen, Steino. We talked about it earlier on the podcast. I fucking love Stein. Stein's one of my favorite people. Fucking just like fuzzy little man peach, you know? Let's go to Dave. Brent, great call on the AirPods, dude. They are amazing. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm in love with them. They make working so much easier. I went to Starbucks earlier. It was loud as shit. Turn on the transparency mode. I can hear everything going on around me. With music playing, then you turn on that noise cancellation, it's like whoosh, and you go in your own little fucking dimension. People can be saying anything to you. You do not hear anything. It's it's incredible. Great recommendation. I highly recommend. Thanks, Brent. No problem, man. I go, I'm so glad that you like them, and it's not just me. Like I feel like it's a great device. If you are into the efficiency of Apple products and you are an Apple product user, it's great. Fucking best pair of headphones I think I've ever had. And, you know, like, there's different purposes for different headphones, but the all the everyday functional headphone, you can't beat the fucking Apple AirPod. Let's go back to ML. Oh, but time at the tailgate, man, we guys, 
we can still do it, but you know, we're old, dude. I'm I was a bunch of mush in my brain for like two, three days and it was just fucking brutal, but Hell of a time with you fellas, man. Coob was a hit. Fire was a hit. Food was a hit. TV was a hit. Brew was a hit. Bourbon was a hit. Birds were not a hit. That was... I don't know if it was because I was drunk, but that was like the fastest football game I've ever been to in my life. Or maybe I don't remember any of it or anything, but like... I don't know. That was awesome, and I didn't even remember going to Dave's house. I probably shouldn't have driven, but I did, and... Uh, looking back, I probably shouldn't, so that's bad, but, um, I'm here, I'm alive, (laughs) and go birds. It's a fucking theme of this podcast, isn't it? And yo, shout out to Stein for the generator and the fucking TV with the satellite hookup, whatever the fuck that was. Dude, that is the most legit shit I've ever seen in a tailgate. Good on you, brother. I just want to, uh, throw this out there too, before I forget, like, I don't do I owe people money? Like I spent like forty bucks on snacks. I know people spent money on other shit. Can you just like Venmo like just seriously? Just tell me like what to Venmo you. I don't know. I don't know who spent on what. I'm just like I know it's in the group chat somewhere and I'm too lazy to figure it out. Can you please just tell me? Can you send me a sounder? Can you fucking just bill me? I don't give a fuck. I just want to be fair and equitable. I don't want to seem like a fucking cheap ass fucking Jew. No offense. You know what I mean? Anyway. Let's go to uh, fucking Dave. We got a thrilling end to the season, huh? Can't wait to see how this shit turns out. Hopefully I make the playoffs. Go on a little run. Need another win or two. It could happen. It could not happen. It might happen. Maybe it won't. Hopefully it does. You know why I believe in Dave? I believe in Dave because of Lamar Jackson. That pick, dude. It could you could ride that wave. You just gotta figure out the rest of the team. Just get enough points to ride Lamar Jackson to the promised land. He could be the MVP this year. Isn't that crazy? Great fucking pick, dude. We're gonna close down. The boy, the king of fucking Jetro, Jake. Take us home. Yo, Kamish, King of Jetro here. Calling into the podcast. First time in a while. Uh really no excuse why I haven't. Just been a lazy piece of shit lately. Um but, man, what's there to talk about? There's a lot to talk about. First things first, tailgated our dicks off on Sunday at the Burge game. Had a good time with the boys. Drank some burrs. Smoked some weed. Grilled some meats. Fucking played some cube. Only thing we didn't do was do nitrous. And that's on me. I forgot to bring the tanks because I was already high on nitrous when I woke up and left for the game. So that's on me hand up. Might have been why the Burrs lost the game. But anywho, great weekend. Saw the boys. Maggie's birthday party. Birds tailgate. And then I beat Dave in fantasy in a little bit of a nail-biter. But, you know, I had to get back on track somehow after a rough couple weeks. Still don't think I'm out of it. Um, I just need some shit to fall my way. As long as I don't get paintballed. Because that is some, suddenly, like, within the realm of possibility if things don't go my way. Um, but anywho, great job on the podcast last week. I just listened to it. I got a lot of thoughts about things that you've said about penalties for not starting players. I'm thinking end of the season after all the dust is settled, I'll come in for an in-person podcast. I think I got some good ideas about rule changes and possible punishments and we can chit chat, you know, over a cup of tea, a line of blow and some nitrous. How's that sound? 
Um, anyway, this week, playing Zach Marchand. Marchand. Emmanuel Marchand. Uh, <laughs> might, might upset him. Might beat him. Get myself back in a playoff contention. Woo. Um, but anywho, that's, uh, that's it for the King of Jetro, dude. That's all I got. All right, dude. Talk to you later. Dude, you just got my dick hard thinking about the King of Jetro coming to my studio. I would love to chit-chat about the rules. You see, like, the thing is, I got a lot of shit going on in my brain, and, like, sometimes I, like, think through the rules, and I don't have much time to think of it, and there's nobody to bounce ideas off of. Like, sometimes it takes, like, an in-person chit-chat, I think, to work through it. A summit, if you will. I would love to have, like, a spring meetings. You know how, like, baseball has, like, the winter meetings? We should have, like, a spring meeting where we all get together and we chat through, uh, you know, the rules of the league and all the things... uh, Throw out some ideas for the dongs and all that, and help the help a brother out. I love it. I would love some some help. That'd be great. Good luck to everybody this week. It's a big week in the fantasy football league. It's coming down to the wire. This is one of the more competitive years that I can actually remember. Every team kind of has a fighting chance, if you really think about it. Except for Stein. Stein really doesn't have a chance to make the playoffs, but everybody else does. But uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm pretty fucked up. It's Friday night. I hope you have a great weekend and enjoy your leading into the holiday season. We'll see if we have a podcast next week. See how uh, fucked up I am after Thanksgiving. It's not going to be on Thanksgiving. It'll probably be another Friday one, so I apologize. We'll get there, guys. Guys, I got a lot going on. So Your MVP is going to lead you out with a song. He's like, man, we're having a bad week. The, the birds are bad and all this other shit. So uh, he wanted to go out with some sh- hard-kicking fucking shit. And I'm all for it. Let's fucking go. We'll see you next time. It's been talking this shit. Fuck it. See you next time. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. Right. You don't really know why, but you want to justify. Ripping someone's head off in no Whoa. human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days.
Earth is not given its urn, God dog it. Um, I think you just got uh cucked. You still listening? I'm still here. I'm fucked up. You're fucked up too, hopefully. Listen, this podcast is uh, a great thing for me. It helps me out in a lot of ways. Help me out at work uh, just this week. I got up in front of like an audience of people and I gave like a, a big inspirational speech to help us fucking close this year out because that's what the fucking team asked me to do. They asked me to get up there and do that. And they said, like, how, do you, how are you so good at public speaking and all that? And I'm like, it's because I sit in my basement for hours and fucking have a talk into a podcast by myself. And then, you know, that's where I was, you know, like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like the podcast is, uh, there's a weird uh, little star in the title. That's on purpose. So no one outside the league can find it. You'd really have to be looking for it to find it. If you type in talking-ish with your commish, it might not come up. And, like, no one knows that's what it's called at work. No one knows this exists. So I'm safe. But anyway, it helped me out a lot because, like, this is the thing that kind of, like, makes me practice all public speaking shit and not being afraid to just, like, ramble sometimes and collect your thoughts. It's a skill that you can only do when you do it. You got to talk out loud sometimes. So this is my public service announcement. Sometimes you got to talk out loud. Just do it. Do it. Fuck it. Uh, Stein, I hope you have fun in Cleveland. Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland. Um, it's uh, fun out there, man. And then off to Notre Dame. Happy anniversary to you, sir, for our, our marriage proposal anniversary, whatever it is. Uh, have fun. And uh, go fucking birds. Sundays are for the fucking boys. See you next time.